Thanks for stopping by to look at our ISO 9001 training guides that are here to help you run your quality system. So let's check out a short sample. So assuming you do need a system, there's a need then to create a register. So you simply list all the relevant instruments and machines that are in your business to provide all this data. You assign them and mark them with a unique identity. Now, more often than not, you're going to take that from the actual instrument or machine itself. But as long as within this register, you can link every particular record to physically what's out there on the shop floor. That's all you're looking for. Then you set up a calibration schedule. Now, clearly, the more crucial the activity is, the measurement is, then the more frequent you need to be calibrating the relevant instrument or machine. And in terms of machines that are software controlled these days, perhaps you have to do that anyway before every use. It's just the way that the machine is operating and it's all part of your normal day-to-day -day activity. But your schedule may have various instruments in there that are done perhaps weekly, monthly, three-monthly, even six-monthly, and even annually. It all depends on how frequently they're going to be used and how crucial that result that they will deliver is to your process. Very useful to devise a system to visibly show the calibration status on all this equipment so that as you walk around the workbenches you can pick up any micrometer or vernier or calipers and you can know from, it might be a colour code system, for example, whether it's in calibration or not. You may want to back that up with work instructions or standard operating procedures if the calibration, indeed the maintenance in relation to all this equipment, is complex, so that the people that are using them are quite clear as to how to safeguard the accuracy of the results that they're going to generate. Now, you can calibrate internally yourself or externally to known standards in both cases. So, you may have a designated area to do it internally within your business or you may go outside to a laboratory because it's just that sort of assessment that you haven't got the facilities to do. So, you're going to look for an appropriately uh, qualified external laboratory to conduct your calibration on your behalf. Now, of course, the list of companies that are going to do that for you will naturally appear on your approved subcontractors list. We'll take that one for granted. Don't forget as well, visible checks for wear and tear. The classic one here, you all know this, is the, the, the rule, the tape measure, whether it's metallic or fabric. They can get twisted, they can get torn, they can get... Uh, now, don't forget the visible checks for wear and tear. The classic one here, of course, is the old tapes, whether they're fabric or metallic. They can get damaged quite easily on the day-to-day -day basis. So, just have a regular check, and any that are a bit worse for wear, just get them replaced. Then you're sure, again, that the accuracy of the results that they're providing is not in question. Now, you can mark the rest, as I say here, for information. There may be items around the shop floor, and weighing scales is, is a typical one, where you're just using it, quite literally, for information. 
Now, you can mark the rest for information. There may well be certain pieces of equipment that you're just using not to release material onto the next stage or at final inspection to the customer, but you're just using it to give a guideline as to whether things are in the right area. So you're not going to formally go to the trouble of calibrating those as required, so you mark them as for information, and people know as they walk round that there may well be some error in terms of what they are giving you as a result, but it's not a critical part of the process. That's for you to decide. Weighing scales is the classic one that you often come across. Okay, well, that's an excerpt from one of my training guides, and the full series is available from the VIP area of my website, ISO9001trainingguides.com. All aspects of the standard are covered, including developments with the 2015 version. Hope you can make use of them. Cheers!